Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Good morning and welcome to the next edition of the CIO Weekly Investment Outlook. You're with Stuart Haslam, Communications Business Partner for the International Private Bank. And I have with me for the second week in a row, Dirk Steffen, um, our Chief Global Strategist for the Private Bank. Dirk, good morning to you and thanks for joining us again. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing really well, and I hope all of our listeners are doing well also. Um, you know, we're going to start this podcast along the same lines as we did last week, because I know we spoke a lot about the upcoming FOMC meeting. That was last week. So this this week we look back because it was really the, the key bit of news, wasn't it, for, for the week? What was your takeaway? Yeah, it took our breath away, didn't it? So we, if I recall correctly, uh, we we labeled it one of the biggest events of you know the first uh, weeks of the year, and it certainly was one of these big events. And my impression is that we'll, we we really will get uh, quite a few more FOMC meetings uh, because it's really still the dominant theme for the market. So uh, if I uh, may add a few uh, points on this one, so the market was uh, reacting clearly in a nervous way because I mean. It's understandable, you know, we didn't have that for many years that all of a sudden the U.S. central bank starts tightening uh, monetary policy. So people are used to it. And now uh, we we are in a market period where uh, the Fed is taking the, the, the punch ball away uh, a little bit. So um, what what will happen then? So people are a bit nervous, but uh, I'm an economist, so and I actually liked what I heard on on Wednesday, because uh, the Fed is finally doing something about the inflation problem. And I think this will ultimately restore confidence in the U.S. central bank, because uh, they didn't really lose it. But some people were already starting to criticize them that maybe they were uh, a bit uh, behind the curve. And as you uh, as you remember, we talked about the team transitory. So nobody is really saying anymore that uh, inflation is uh, purely transitory. So they are trying to get uh, ahead of the market and uh, that will take some time and some volatility on the markets. But ultimately, it was overdue, overdue in our view and necessary. Mm. Well, that's really interesting. And uh, I, I want to pick up on, on two of your comments, actually. Derek. One, one, you talked about um, markets being nervous. And just then you talked to me about volatility. And of course, over the last week, We've seen a correction, haven't we? And and that that you know landmark move by the Fed has created some nerves. So my next question to you, and, and I think it's going to be really interesting for our listeners, is do we expect something something bigger in this correction, almost going into bear market territory, or are we are we short term in your view? Yeah, this is uh, the this type of moment where we tend to look back, and uh, if history is any guide, I hesitate, I'm really hesitant to to say that because it's a dangerous uh, thing to say. But um, nevertheless, it uh, it can give us some guidance. And if you look at the U.S. markets um, outside of recessions, you you tend to see more like pullbacks, which would be minus five percent on the market, or corrections, as you say, of the minus ten percent. Uh, losses um, in uh, market periods outside of recessions. And uh, if we just take um, a look at uh, what's happening, we really see a very strong US economy right now. Also, if you look at the latest GDP data, 
Um, also, this week we will have uh, IS, the ISM for the business confidence and payrolls, which uh, should come in quite quite robust. So um, there's no no recession really inside, and uh, we as a house we think that. Uh, the recession is still uh, a couple of years away, maybe even more. So the jury is still out there. Uh, so it's a bit too early to to call for an immediate or imminent recession. And that would mean that uh, this volatility related to the Fed action is uh, clearly an environment where we'll see um, these market moves that have been um, present so far. So we have the 10% correction already, but we don't think that we are in for a full-blown bear market. And um, even if we do get a combination of unfortunate factors, it can happen that the correction goes on a bit further. Uh, but um, then again, historically, these larger uh, drawdowns tended to be quite short-lived. So in a way, I think uh, if you have the risk budget and you you, you talk about you know uh, the markets and the the risk we are facing with your advisor, um, some clients um, might actually want to consider this market move as um, as a buying opportunity. But as I said, uh, risks are still still around, so we need to be a bit careful now. Okay. Yeah. So if you've uh... If you've got the strength and the risk appetite, maybe this is the opportunity to get in. But you know, one of the things I guess you consider if you're if you're going to to buy in in the volatile market like this one is um, what company earnings are doing. And we're deep into Q4 earnings season now. Um, we'll see, I think, over the course of the next week, more European financials, for example, come out. But what's been your take on earnings, and and how can that you know, translate into into confidence or something else for our investor community? I mean, if anything, uh, this is a, a normalization of earnings and uh, the markets. I think 2022 is really a year of normalization and transition. And uh, it's, I think, quite normal to expect more normal results. And uh, this is also why maybe the, the current earnings season is... Uh, is in a way different to, to, to the prior ones because we had these stellar performances uh, last year. Uh, so um, the Q4 is still, uh, I think, uh, a very decent uh, earnings season. But uh, as you can clearly see, investors are quite picky now. So they're quite demanding. So they want to see companies who are actually capable of controlling their costs. Um, they, are, they want to see uh, strong margins. They, they want to see uh, a solid outlook. They want to see companies who are not only uh, facing strong demand, but are also capable of de delivering these products, right? I mean, I'm just uh, alluding to shortages everywhere. So, and that uh, explains uh, in our view that the current earnings season is leading to, to a pretty strong single stock move after the, after the publication of results. And um, that uh, of course is, is a risk, but uh, it's also um, leading to some opportunities um, because, of course, uh, stock pickers and fund managers can make a difference to the overall market. But yeah, um, looking into, into the, the next part of the earnings season, there, there's still, we still like financials, um, at least in Europe. And we, even there, we see uh, quite different market reactions to the early reporters. Um, but again, uh, once you look at the at the macro environment, which is one where actually yields have been rising, they they tend, to, in our view, it looks like they 
they will probably keep these higher levels that uh, should actually enhance a medium a positive medium uh, outlook for these companies so yeah i mean sadly we we won't have any news really on china because they're on holidays but um yeah i think that will obviously come back maybe in 10 days time Indeed it will. Dirk, thanks very much for talking to us and to all of our listeners. Thank you again for joining the CIO Weekly Investment Outlook. We'll speak to you again next week. Bye-bye for now. This podcast may be considered marketing material. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount you originally invested. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, ECB, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority, BaFin, and by Germany's Central Bank, Deutsche Bundesbank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated, a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The product, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2021 Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.